welcome to Black Boy Joy. It's a podcast by two black queer guys, just, I don't know, just shooting our shot, just having a chat, just talking about things yeah. that affect us. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, my name's Ainsley. I'm Kieran. And yeah, so, I don't know, we came up with this idea, I think we both wanted to come up with a podcast, just have, um, have something that we can do, just talk about. Just to share some of our experiences with people. Yeah, it's growing up, um, things that affect us when we're younger, things that affect us now. Um, we're both from Birmingham. Uh, you live in London? Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, living in London. I've been here for five years now. Five already? Five long years. <laughs> I, I am in the north, I'm based in the northeast. I've been there for two and a half years. I'll probably move down here soon, I reckon. Seems to be inevitable, but yeah, let's be talking about our experiences for, uh, from where we are yeah what do you like what we start by like saying a bit more about it about ourselves so um i, I guess i'll start okay. um so as i said i've just introduced myself i'm ainsley um 28 years old um so we're both from birmingham um we actually went to the same school so we went to the same secondary school uh-huh. we weren't friends then <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, we weren't friends in school. No harsh feelings. Just, uh, no, yeah, but um, <laughs> we were, so we were both musicians. We both um, played... In uh, saxophone club, I remember. Yeah, in yeah, saxophone yeah. club. So we played, uh, both played saxophone, <laughs> we both played together. But, like, we never really spoke to each other outside of that. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, why are you saying that? I mean, like, you didn't want to talk to me? That's <laughs> the way you phrased it. Like, no, it was fine. It was, it was no animosity, just a... Uh, we just weren't friends. And then years later, after we both left, um, we both started working like, coincidentally in the same company. Yep, there we are. I'm not sure if we even... Can we say the name of the company? Uh, um, best not to. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to give them a free promotion anyway. Stick your beef Yeah, so we uh, happened to meet. And we kind of, like, got into a group of friends, you would say? Yeah, it was a group of friends, yeah. Um, and, yeah, we've just kind of, like, developed as friends, like, gradually from there. So, yes, we were both living in Birmingham at the time. We both moved to different cities. But I think we, um, me and that group of friends that we mentioned, quite well, we have our ups and downs, but we, on yeah. the whole, we keep a pretty good... We're pretty good at like keeping in touch with each other. Yeah, definitely kept kept in touch. I think most of us, well, most of you are now in London. I'll probably join you soon. Um, you keep saying that. Uh, you, like, <laughs> you, you say that like every time you come here, you're like, oh, I need to leave here. I need to live. In, I need to leave Newcastle. I need to live in so London. So much effort moving down here, that and all the money that you, all that disposable income is going to vanish. Just as I get that, as well. uh, <laughs> but at the end of like, it's always. I tell you when when you are always like, I need to move to London. It's when like you're on the street and you see you see too many people, you find attractive, you see too many like hot guys or something. That is when <laughs> that is when you like. But it's a serious it's a serious factor though, isn't it? Like it's a, a big appeal. But no, I will end up here. But at the same time, I quite like a quieter city. Yeah. Um, but we'll probably talk about it later. But that is, I think smaller cities are a bit crap if you uh, if you're gay, especially if you're black and gay as well. Like you might depending on what your taste are, who you who you're into. Um. It's not always the best to be in a small town, uh, so it feels like the only logical conclusion answer is to, to move to a big city yeah, like here. sticks and move. And have to deal with all the other nonsense that comes with it. Well, I don't know how many Londoners are listening, but yeah. I <laughs> kind of love and hate the city at the same time, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess um, we mentioned, like, oh, the both were so queer. And I think it's a good way to kind of segue into what we kind of want to talk about today just mm-hmm. like obviously like introductions yeah um on like us being like two black queer people and kind of like what that means to us i guess like if a political term would be being like a qplc a queer person of color yeah mm-hmm. and kind of like what that like what that means to us because i feel like that's that term queer person of color but like if you ask different people like what that means what it means to them you'll get like wildly wildly yeah. different answers on it. Mm. So I guess, yeah, that's a good place to start, kind of like, what does being queer mean to you? What is like the QPLC 
thing? What what is that mm. to you? What does that mean? For me, um, it's a strange one because I've always struggled to feel like I was part of some kind of community. And I think maybe it's because I don't know that many like or gay people or queer people anyway, but maybe particularly queer people of colour. I've I've seen no people, but when you think of like yourself as when you think of like a community, yeah, that it's my mind that says, Oh, you know lots of people, your yeah. whole social circle revolves around that but then when I think about it, my majority of my social circles look the queer people here and there. But in general, it doesn't feel like I'm part of some kind of movement or whatnot. Yeah. And then you must know there are, there, are, there must be people like you out there. Maybe yeah. Maybe sort of haven't come across them yet. Something. Yeah. Um, so I can talk about my experiences as a queer person of colour. But what I'd like to sort of look into and what I'm looking forward to doing is maybe finding other people from that community yeah and comparing and contrasting like you know things that we've been through and whatnot yeah at the moment i feel like it's a it's like a a a tag a label but i don't feel i'm part of a group yeah no i get that yeah i get that yeah maybe a good place to start is kind of like just um getting it like the clear for some of the listeners like, how do you identify? So, obviously, because queer is, like, an umbrella term, yeah, yeah. so yeah. to speak. Yeah. So, like, how do you identify, like, like would you, if you ask if you ask someone or someone asked you, like, what would you say to them? If they asked me what my orientation was. Yeah. Um, I'd say gay. That's a weird word. That's a weird way to phrase it. But I'd like, say gay, yeah. But, like, I've... I've I kind of I don't like that word just because it's... I gay. Feel, I feel there's a lot of baggage attached to it, a lot of political baggage. Um, I Which mean, terms are we queer or gay? To gay, I think. Um, I don't know. And like, it's a weird one. Because I kind of, I don't think of myself as gay. Like, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm attracted to men on a guy I would men, but then yeah. I rarely ever do I say, oh, I'm gay or something like that. It's, yeah. Because I think maybe because my attraction is, for me, it's normal in my head. Yeah. And I'll, like, yeah. No, I'll like, the label gay has a lot of baggage to it. Like, oh, you go to pride parades, you believe in this, you believe in that. Um I don't know. I feel like maybe it's maybe I'm just projecting, but I feel like if you hear the word "gay," you attach a lot of other like assumptions about someone onto it. Yeah, Whereas yeah. That's not the only thing it means is that you're attracted to someone of the same sex, essentially. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm, I think I'm probably projecting a little bit. But I'd, I'd really see myself as like, well, I really use that term. I don't. That doesn't really come in my head. How about you? How would you describe yourself? Like? Um, same. So, um, I kind of use the terms queer and gay. Um, kind of like interchangeably. Yeah. So if I would ask my, my my preference was, I might say queer, and I only say that because when I think of the term queer, like I said, it's like more of an umbrella term, but it mm. kind of makes me feel as if like I'm a bit part of like a bigger community, and mm, yeah, and like it kind of it allows for I don't know a bit more of like a spectrum kind of in like how you uh, how you define your sexual identity or orientation, because mm. like so because. I am a gay man, like, mm. I, much like you, I'm attracted to men as well. But at the same time, I, I've had, like, experience, like, I've had, like, some experiences with women or whatever, and I don't mm. want to negate those necessarily. Yeah. But even, like, I don't know, like, I'm happy with either one, pretty much, with gay or with queer. Uh, well, it's interesting you said what you say about queer being an umbrella term, because maybe that is a more comfortable term to use, because when, when you hear gay, well... I just think men automatically. Yeah, I don't really true. Think, oh, people who are trans, lesbian, like you know, or bisexual. I don't really think of them when I, when, I, when we think of gay. You just think, oh, just gay men. True, just that is true. Men. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> no, just literally because I, I, I never like if someone, I never kind of think of well, what's my sexual orientation or something. It's you don't you don't have to. I feel like. Us, like, us being, like, who we are, that's mm-hmm. right. We have to think about that. Cause, like, we have to tell people. We have to come out. People are going to ask you these questions. If you're, like, if you're straight, nobody, like, you don't have to think about it I that way. I think maybe because people don't ask me, apart from... if well, people ask me, usually, like, like love interests that will ask me, but but normally I don't get asked that. I really? Think, Do people not ask you if you're gay or not? No, not usually. And I think, I don't think... It, I think some people might suspect it, but they just don't think to ask, or maybe they don't feel comfortable asking and whatnot. Not really? Or, it's, I feel like if it comes up in a conversation, usually I've brought it up. Yeah. I feel like some people know, but they, they just don't ask them. But things, it's ne- it's never a secret, never a secret at all. Yeah. Um, but, like, I, I rarely ever say, oh, by the way, I'm gay or something like that. It's just, I don't know, you find other ways of, 
know, if you need to like come out at work or with, with a yeah. group friendship group or something, usually it's a case of you'll just work it into the conversation about like who you're dating and whatnot. Um, but if they didn't right. know before, like if they weren't sure before, mm-hmm. like let's say that you meet someone or like like you've gotten to know someone, so you know each other, you're cool, you talk about things, but you yeah. haven't told them uh-huh. necessarily. And let's say you get onto like the subject of like dating someone mm-hmm. or whatever, like would you say like, oh, by the way, I'm gay, and this, or would you like, would you talk about like the guy that you dated and not mention anything about it at all? So I'd say I was gay, or I'd say that oh, I was into guys or something. Um... It's all along, but then I've, I've had lots of interactions with people like it's been for different like maybe jobs for example people that they don't necessarily need to know all your business true um, yeah and I've been gone through whole interactions where you've known people like for a few weeks few months or something and it's never come up and I've never mentioned it to them but they've yeah. never asked at the same time yeah it's not it's not information I volunteer it's, it, at the same time I don't guard it either but, mm. uh, no I get that if they're not asking I'm not going to talk about it really fair um, to be fair yeah because yeah, like. I think that's a hard one though, because you don't. I, I don't want to feel like I'm necessarily hiding anything, uh. but at the same time, like I don't want to be like, you know, like walk into a room, like I don't know, do jazz hand, like hey, I'm gay, I mean, and yeah, also, I mean, like, if I'm being honest with myself, there is a part of me that is still not comfortable with being gay, to be honest. Like, yeah, and and like. Uh, do you ever well I was sometimes I was like is that ever going to go I don't know how to like combat that or how to work on it but that's why maybe quite I don't I'm not even discreet that's the thing it's just maybe a kind of keep it oh, I don't know but I think there's a difference <laughs> like I think there's a difference between like being discreet or like hiding it mm-hmm. between like you just living your life and like letting and like yeah. not necessarily um, like putting that information out there. Yes, because I'm quite closed in general, so it's, it just it just goes with my personality, I think, um, rather than like being really extrovert and then like with the gay things like some daily daily or secret on the side. It's just in general, I'm just quite yeah. I don't really talk about myself too much. Um, but I kind of think that it's kind of like obviously you went to issues about like with being gay and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. we'd, like, hopefully we'd want to, uh, we want to, like, work on, like, and get more acceptance, be happy and proud, like, all the time, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, outside of that, that's kind of more normal way to be. Like, I don't, I don't see, I, I if you're just, like, going out your day-to-day life, mm-hmm. if you're in Tesco or whatever, like, you just don't want, like, <laughs> why Tesco like? I don't know why like Tesco's the first one that came into my head well you don't want to be like I don't know like doing backflips about yeah. it or stuff like that you just want to be like just living your life just getting your girls yeah, exactly. just, like, just going, going to the shops doing whatever exactly, exactly yeah. uh-huh. and like when you're on like when you're in situations with people that you know that you talk to you that you vibe with then fine like if it comes up in conversation then it does mm. but at the, like, I think I kind of agree that like, I don't think there's necessarily a need for you to be like Shouting it from the rooftops, unless mm. like there's a reason to like. We have pride and things mm. like that, and we have like different that we do where we can talk about it, be open with it, and that like, is completely fine. Mm-hmm. But like, not like I don't think every day you necessarily need to. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, I'm not I agree with you. I agree with you. But yeah, so I don't know because, and like I said, this is, it's with this whole like being black and being queer thing. It kind of I think or being gay, I kind of think that you kind of, like, try to separate it in your mind, because, like, it, it's almost as if, like, both of them shouldn't really run together. Traditionally, they don't coexist, yeah. Yeah, exactly, um, so, yeah. I think the black identity is, you know, well, especially as a male, this is, like, a very masculine image, um, and I don't know, I'm not gonna lie, I, I quite like that in some aspects, I think we can, we can overdo it a lot of the time, and it can be damaging, Yeah, but... Whereas this day and age, you see, well, obviously the stereotype is that, you know, men are, are like, you know, becoming less masculine and whatnot. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem to be, I don't think that's hitting, like, black men as much. I think we've still got, well, there's still this image of us of being, like, you know, that's really tough and, like, hyper-masculine and everything. Um, but, yeah. I don't, th- yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure about that. So I think maybe, like, on the outside of, like, kind of, like, the black community, mm-hmm. Maybe people think that, but, like, on the inside, I definitely think that, like, there is such a huge issue. Like, um, we've heard of that term, like, hotepery, or being, like, a hotep. Like, fake, well, but... but um, I think, what like... What do you mean by hotep, like? Uh, so, the, my understanding of it, basically, is when 
Um, it's like being, it's like, it's hard, it's like, it's hard term to define. But it's kind of like someone who, like, pretends that they're woke, but really they're just feeding into the same, like, patriarchal, um, view, or the same, like, traditional oh, views, right, just okay. only for black people. So, um, when you see, like, um, things that Holtep say, it's kind of, like, it's kind of to do with, kind of, like, the black man, almost, and, like, things that, like, Holtep, you'll see, like, you know, on social media, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's when you'll see things that, that people say is out there to destroy or bring down the black man. Oh, right, yeah, like, when they talk about, oh, it was a few years ago, when they were talking about, in, in Hollywood, the amount of black men that have done drag in films. Yeah, so exactly, like, oh, yeah, that sort of thing. To, like, you know, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> like to bring yeah to bring down him to like emasculate him to bring him down and all that all that is all that is just like such how teppery. Mm, and okay. I think because like you said that in our community, um, it's not seen not so much. But I think it's I think it's big. Even I, I might say more so to be honest with you that there is sort. I think there is a lot of big binary. Maybe that's just the things that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Like um, around our community in context, but I still see that like it is such a big issue. And coming back to like this whole gay queer issue, it comes back to again. Like I feel like as black men, we're not supposed to be this way. Like we're supposed to be straight. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be like masculine, be muscular, be yeah. like that typical, like that typical kind of person that you see. That there, like there is that. Yeah, I know. I definitely know that in my head. That's been. Like, I, I was never, like, oppressed in a way where I was, like, you know, kind of, my personality was stifled. But in my head, I'm kind of suffering from the after, after effects of that because I yeah. always think that's what how I need to be. Yeah. Um, I'm aware of it now, but I think for a long time I wasn't aware of it. And it's still, I still feel like being gay is kind of an alien thing. And there's always going to be this little thing in my head that says, oh, it's not normal that, you know, you should be straight, really. Like, yeah. Like, um, and I don't know whether... Yeah, you know, people. If that's just conditioning, or if if that's a, that shows that I'm damaged in some way, or if it's just normal to to, th- to like to think that and like to be to to be effect, have been affected by that th- that way of thinking, growing up in society. But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I think it's because I think, in my opinion, like some of these things, like your masculine traits, are positive. I think it's just there are some. It's when it's the toxic traits that you know that cause an issue. Right. I think like tr- traditional like masculine traits like you know, be confidence, like you know, um, like you know, being a protector, being a provider. Those are all good things, but it's just when you use it as a pigeonhole and don't allow for any flexibility. I think that's maybe where the problem comes. But say, do but. you not think that like why does like being confident, being a protector, being a provider, why is that masculine? Like why is that a masculine trait? And like is that something that come that is natural to men, or is that something that like we've been told? Think, have... Well, it probably <coughs> comes from. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll have to do some research here, but like the traditional argument is for evolution that like, you know, way back when, yeah, the man like was the hunter, hunter gatherers, provider for the family. Whether I mean, maybe you could make the argument that's kind of defunct in this day and age. It's one hundred percent defunct. Yeah, one hundred percent. We ain't living in caves no more. <laughs> we ain't like we ain't trucking spears animals to go hunt them uh-huh. and then bring them back and uh, and roast them on a fire that doesn't happen but anymore so it's, it's an odd one because for for aren't like so straight well if you look at straight men in particular wouldn't they be attracted to men that are showing those traits just because that's for women yeah I don't know I think maybe yeah so like I said because there's definitely there's value in those like traditional masculine traits which doesn't mean to say we all have to be like that but then I don't at the same time I don't think we should be necessarily fighting against it yeah essentially um so i think like for sure 100 percent. i think that like those particular traits are one to be valued i just don't think what i take issue with is that like this has to be traditionally masculine and it has to be then like um obviously like on the flip side he's like excuse me being like a more of a caregiver and like um, being more nurturing and things like that. Washing dishes and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like naturally like yeah. feminine traits because like uh-huh. just as one, uh, one is one is like valued and another is valued. I just think that we're at we're at a time and a place now where they're not so like it's not just so masculine now. If a woman is like is um is a provider, is like naturally confident. 
can make decisions, can mm-hmm. um, can bring and like work her job, bring her money. Mm-hmm. And a man is naturally he's good with kids or whatever, mm-hmm. or um, he's um, got good emotional intelligence. He can listen to people. He's um, in tune with what people are feeling. I just think that I think we've got more to gain from it. Thinking about I it, I think so. Yeah, because I'm I know I'm quite heavily conditioned. So with so when you mentioned that a woman showing those traits, I've been batting eyelids. Like, okay, cool. But then when you when you mentioned a man showing the uh, like the traits that you traditionally associate with a woman, yeah, like you know when like in your head something goes, oh, but that's a bit, that's odd. A bit yeah, 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 exactly, cause, cause yeah. How we're so used to thinking, yeah. But I think and, and a lot of men would wouldn't be happy with that role as well. But yeah, I think it will take a while till things balance out and like no, no one really cares like who does what as long as you're kind of you're contributing something and making yourself useful in some way and that you know you're not being forced into a box. Yeah. Of how to, you know, how to conduct yourself. Because yeah. even, like, you say, like, even, like, this box that we, or, like, these, um, these binaries or stuff like that, even, like, the terms that we use now, kind of, like, being queer, being gay, being stuff, is kind of putting us into a box ourselves, kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. But I just think, like, there's no, I, need, I, have, I don't think anyone really thought of it, like, there's no better way to kind of, like, um, to express it. Cause I think, I don't know, it goes, maybe it goes in two ways because in one it can be quite limiting in the sense that like if you identify a certain way identify yourself in a certain way mm-hmm. then people might feel that you that their things attached to that like you mentioned with the term being gay that comes in my head someone like goes to parades wears rainbow colors all the time yeah um, spends all the time in clubs and bars that's that's what i think in my head when i think of gay yeah um i think like the mainstream gay culture which for me you don't, you know, I, I try so hard not to sound like, you know, oh, I'm not like those other gays. I try so hard to sound like that. But I think when you see that as like the mainstream culture yeah, and to how I'm, in my head, gay is just been sort of grown up with, it, it looks so alien to me. And the fact that term is then you, the way that for someone to use that term to describe me, yeah. I kind of think it just, it's just, it's not quite a good fit. I yeah. just, just think that in my head, but then, um, but then, um, but then. I mean, on the face of it, it just means, oh, you're attracted to the same sex. Yeah. But obviously, you know, like, words and definitions aren't as simple as that. There's always there's always connotations with certain words. And I think there's a whole lot of baggage that comes with just the word gay. Um, but I don't think it's, it's not replaced by anything else, though, is it? Yeah, for, it's true. For now. Like, I'm, I'm, and I wouldn't go around saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm queer. Like, it's... Yeah. It's just, like, no one says that, do <laughs> Some I don't... Yeah, like, I, I, I mentioned that... I I you prefer... talk about groups being queer, don't you think? But individuals... Yeah. Maybe not so much. I like, like I said, like I like being. I like, I like the queer term, like as an individual. Mm-hmm. For me, just like I said, just because, again, in the same way, it just doesn't feel as limiting, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I think if I, if I, I don't like you're right. Like if I was gonna start talk to someone and tell them, nine times out of ten, I will tell you I'm gay. I won't mm-hmm. tell you I'm queer. Yeah. But I think I would be. I think and just like when I first started coming out, I think I did more identify as queer as queer mm. just because like at the time it was a bit more ambiguous kind of but now if mm. someone asks I'll say gay like nine times out of ten mm-hmm. but I see if I think about it I think I probably do prefer the term queer just because I think it knows I think if I say queer it means that like I'm part of a wider community yeah it means that like there's these people that I identify with who like they're on the same umbrella with me don't necessarily have the same experiences that I do but it just makes me feel like more part of something. Yeah, no, you make a good point. To be fair, maybe we can try and make queer trend then. Like, uh, <laughs> let's try and let's try and like make that go off then, like, as a as a new way of expressing. Like, I think it's off. yeah. I don't <laughs> know. Catch on. Like. <laughs> I remember like there was um, something on YouTube. I can't remember what channel it was, but basically they got like it was in America. Obviously, it was America, and they got like uh, a group of gay people, a group of queer people. No, they'll. I think they identified being like LGBT yeah. people in one room, and like half of them identified as like liberal, and half of them identified as like conservative. Mm. And one of the conservatives, his point was that like um, no one will tell me like what does queer mean? Queer doesn't mean anything. Like I don't understand. He's getting so hit up about it, mm-hmm. and even after like two people definitely tried to like try to like like explain to him what queer means. And he was not having it, and was like, no one will still, no one will still define it to me. But does it have a 
I'd be interested to like listen to it. Was it a YouTube video? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I'd be interested to see that yeah. because well, with queer, I think if you're using it to describe the gay movement, there's not a fixed definition, is there? So it's going to be more of how someone views things rather than like what is actually written down somewhere. So I um, think well historically. I think the definition of queer was that someone, like, basically, it was for first of all, it was a derogatory term. So, mm-hmm. if someone was queer, it was bad. Yeah. And it meant someone who basically wasn't straight. Mm-hmm. So, I think it was like a catch all term for someone who yeah. didn't identify as straight. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, back then, the, the, the term queer predates the word gay. I mean, I might be wrong on that one, but I think it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so queer before was a kind of like, a word to use for someone who was not straight, not like um, doesn't ide- doesn't identify as straight, or someone that you don't identify as straight, mm-hmm. but that's been a bad thing. You're queer because like you're um, you're strange, like you're strange fruit kind of. Mm-hmm. And now um, I think it's evolved. So I think the the problem with the term queer, also with that, also with kind of with the term gay, or even like being black or being a person of color, mm-hmm. is that the the definition relates to identity. And so when it relates to identity, people have different like, definitions because it'll mean something to them. Yeah, so there's, there's not going to be like one like, yeah. agreed yeah. viewpoint or one agreed like, definition. Yeah, so I think a dictionary definition would be like someone who, if you're queer, someone who doesn't necessarily identify as being straight. Mm-hmm. But then again, I think that's been um, that's been widened as well because I think gender comes in that as, as well. So Yeah, like gender queer, don't you? Yeah, yeah like things, yeah, things well. like that. So again, so the term, even maybe even the di- dictionary definition has widened somewhat to include people who don't um, identify kind of like as cisgender mm-hmm. in the same sort of way. But yeah, like I said, for, like, so for me, like queer just means, I don't know, just like, yeah, just... Um, me just being part of, like I said, that part of a community that I guess isn't straight. Mm-hmm. Um, within that, I say within the queer within the queer community within the queer space, I guess I would identify myself further as being gay. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. What, what yeah. What What do you think your aim is as like a queer person of color, or what do you think an aim for our, our community should be? Do you think? I don't know. Like, what, what, what do we want to achieve? Or do we just yeah. want to mind our business and just, 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 just <laughs> keep go, it moving? Not just go about our lives and not be bothered by anyone. I'm trying to, like, because um, I feel like a community should have a purpose, really. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a hard one, actually. Like, we mentioned kind of like QPLC, queer people of colour, like mm. queer black people, gay black people. Mm. And to be honest, like, being in London now, it is definitely a community or. There is part of one. Yeah. But, like... And I guess, like, me being a queer person for myself, well, does that automatically make me part of the community? Or does it not? I think... I feel like it doesn't automatically make you... I had, I had, not, well, I had a discussion with, with a friend, like, once one, about this, and I was just like, I'm not part of the community. Like, I think it makes you... You are eligible to enter that community if you want to. I think to be part of the community, you have to... You have to have like a, at least a, a somewhat of a decent social network, or even just even well, actually not even a decent social network, just a few people like who are part of who, who can be like who can, like who can be identified under the same banner. Yeah. Um, because that's how community works. It's like a network of people, isn't it? And you just like support each other, help yeah. each other when it's needed, like give advice and stuff, or like hook people up with I don't know job or job opportunities, like etc. etc. Um, but I I don't think that I lose my train of thought. Um, you're talking about like the queer like Q PLC community, and like you're talking to your friend about like how yeah you didn't necessarily feel that you were part of it. I didn't as in like I didn't feel like by just being black and gay I was part of some kind of community, and also even to take the black part and just being gay, I didn't feel like I was part of some kind of community. Yeah, I think it has there has to be some kind of interaction. Yeah. Um. So I think it's something you kind of enter into because when you think of it, like. And all said and done, if we, if we go forward to 100, we're all still here in a few hundred years' time, and sexuality is no longer a big deal anyway, yeah. then people aren't going to necessarily... I, don't, I can't envisage people unifying and getting together. But I think that would be, sa- be sad, though. Because, like, yeah. like, fair enough, like, in 50, not, like, hundreds, or however, however long it might be, mm-hmm. like, even if, like, sexuality isn't as big of an issue now, and we're not, like, it isn't such a necessity to have people... 
of the same like experience come together. Mm-hmm. But still, like I think what we're like the, what we're trying to get is that like people are different, there's diversity, and we're all okay with that, and we can all make sure everybody has the same level of opportunity. Yeah, but, but you're still gonna have people that you identify with more for having all the experiences. And I don't think there's anything wrong with like you, um, you like making a community out of that or having like those set group of people that you're friends with, no, that you vibe with. I think nothing wrong with it. I feel like, but as time goes by, it will become sort of less rumble, or become maybe more trivial. Like as time goes by, obviously, as I said, people still want to get together to like you know to have like a shared like identity they can get around. But when you, if you took out like the kind of the adversity side of things. Yeah, because I, I think the links are quite tentative now because like, a lot of the time I'll see well, obviously gay people coming all shapes and sizes, but because come across plenty of gay people, we've got absolutely nothing in common. Apart yeah, from that we're both gay. So <laughs> yeah, true. So on how can a community be formed on that basis? I, I, it was different when I talk about like gay people, because I also talk about black, like queer people. Yeah, because for me, like the bond of being black is is really strong. So I'm always, yeah, I think I'm always going to feel that. Like everyone, everyone's different, but I always. When it comes to my identity, like I'm black before anything else. Oh, other, really? Other, peop- other people are different. Other people disagree with that for various reasons, but that's always been the case for me. Though when I've like when I've gone abroad, when I've lived abroad, like that's the one thing that I'll see that will remind me of home or remind me of like you know home, like you know from like a, a spiritual point of view, is like I'm black. Yeah. Whereas I feel like being gay is it's just not as strong a bond and, and it's not a competition necessarily like it, doesn't yeah. to, it doesn't really have to matter to be honest but I think I could feel a sense of community from black queer people or queer people of colour perhaps but I'm never going to feel just if you just take the term gay and think who else is gay or who's lesbian who's white I'm, I'm never going to see that as a massive like you know, a, a, or like, what's the word I'm looking for? A massive, like, thrust or impetus to, like, yeah, to think, like, like let's, a get, thread, let's yeah. get together, like, you know, let's, yeah. like, you know, let's support each other and be a community. I, I'm just, I'll never see that, I don't think. Um, well, I think there are, like, there are a number of things that, like, one, oh, that's like, when you said that, like, um, I see myself as being black first, I was like, shots fired, not shots fired, but, like, okay. but no, then, not thinking about, like, <laughs> thinking about it, I actually kind of think that, like, I don't necessarily want to think that way, mm-hmm. but I think that I do. I think society. Well, I don't want to sound cynical, but I think that's what people. Like, if, if that's what a stranger will see, like the first thing they see, like. But yeah, and also, quite... like I feel like you know that you're like you know that you're black before you know you're gay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Like, but now I'm trying to think of it like, because obviously I've learned like being a black man in a white society. I definitely have had to, like, learn to be proud, basically, like, learn to be proud of my race, learn to be proud of where we come from, learn to be proud of, like, the struggle that, like, uh, my grandparents, my parents have had, like, in the country mm-hmm. and things like that. And with um, the whole gay experience, it's come a lot later um, yeah. than the straight one. So, as much as I hate to say it, I think I actually kind of agree with you. Not because I want to think that way. But just because, just because I do, just because... They just have the cookies crumbled, basically. It is, yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, and also I think with, like, the gay issue, because obviously, like, I think you know that I'm quite, like, I'm um, quite new at coming out as well. Uh-huh. So it's taken me longer to, like, accept it and to, like, think, like, deal with this as, like, this is who I am now as part of my identity. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to kind of, like, catch up with it, kind of, so to speak, as in, like, this level of pride that I have and this level of, like, familiarity that I'll have with someone, like, another black person that I see, mm-hmm. I want to have. I think I do, actually, with gay people, with other gay people, I think I do have that level of familiarity with them. But I am trying to, I'm trying to kind of let one kind of, like, mm-hmm. dictate how I feel about the other. So when I think yeah. about, like, my blackness, when I think about, like, and, um, I was, like, I'm proud, I've had to learn to be proud, I've had to, like, take experiences, I'm trying to take that energy and apply it to, like, my queerness, if yeah. that makes sense. Okay. So like um, now that I like I know that I'm gay, um, I'm happy with it. I'm like proud of it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like be as I have that same energy of being like I have have such a connection with this as well. Because much as being black is something that like I love, like be me, be gay, me being queer, something I can't change. Mm-hmm. Something that will always be here. Yeah. And if I don't try and strive towards like getting this level of pride about it. And getting this like level of familiarity about it, I'm always going to be like in this kind of internalized homophobia and like 
mm. entertaining this um, this space, like not being happy with it, but I want to try and work past. I don't that yeah, makes sense. Well, I know exactly what you mean because I don't know, it's weird because you, you're coming out kind of, it's not, in the grand scheme of things, it's not that long ago. Yeah. Whereas I've, oh, I don't know, I come out in, in dribs and drabs and not even properly, like not, not fully to everyone yet either, but the first. I think the, the first instance of coming out to anyone would have been about 11 years ago now. Yeah. And I'm I'm nowhere near feeling comfortable and like maybe loud and proud about it. Yeah. And I think that's a serious flaw, to be honest. Maybe that's something I need to... Because you, you need to work on it. I think I feel like I really need to work on that because um, that whole pride thing, yeah. um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a, a, a long way off it. It's yeah. like... It's a weird one because it's, it's a feeling... It's not, it's not necessarily... You wouldn't necessarily necessarily say you were ashamed, but at the same time, you kind of not really like. Yeah. It's still, it's still, a, it still matters to you in your head. It does. Even you yeah. Don't want it, to matter, it, it does. No, to I like yeah, I get that. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely feel that as well. Um, going back to kind of like this, um, this kind of like this whole idea of community thing. Yeah. Because like, even though I like live in London, um, I live in yeah, I live in London. Lots of gays here, lots of queer people, even mm. a fair amount of queer people of colour. I found it hard to kind of like get into the community and get into these spaces because, like, I don't know, I kind of feel like you have to have a certain, like, a certain personality, a certain, like, I don't I know, think. je ne sais quoi, a certain level of source, so to speak, to like really put yourself out there. I guess so, yeah. Um, also, I, I feel like maybe have to have a certain political disposition as well. Oh, we're getting into the... We're not going to get into that just yet. We're not going to get into that just yet. I'm just touching the surface, but I think there's certain, like... I don't want to say fashionable ways of thinking, because I, I don't, you know, because people's views are... People don't do stuff for fashion the way they think about stuff, but... Some people do do fashion. Well, I guess, yeah, but there's, there's, like, common threads of thinking, common attitudes around certain topics, and I feel like that's... A big part of the community as well, yeah. Which is maybe why I haven't felt like um, particularly drawn to it either. But that's that's as much but as that's, 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 that's the thing like. though with me. Like I am drawn to it. Like I want to get into spaces. Like interestingly enough, we had tickets to go to um, this event, which was like mm. one of aimed at queer people of color. Yeah, that I would have. I actually really wanted to go to because like that would have been the first time where I wouldn't have been by myself at mm. the start. Or would have been with a friend, and we could actually go into this place. Got people like us, people who look like us, people who yeah. think a bit more like us. Mm. <laughs> cancelled one, they cancelled it, so we couldn't maybe do we it. Set up our own at some point. Here. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Hire at a venue. It is, but then the point is, it's been hard. It's been hard for me, especially since coming out, because like there aren't that many platforms necessarily that are, that are there that are designed just to kind of like meet people and just. Be friends yeah, or just being, be, be, be being sexualized, yeah. Because yeah. obviously, because there's apps aren't the one. Really yeah, they're not. Like, like <laughs> there's Grinder, there's Tinder, there's. I mean, have you the Timey app? T A T A I M I. Timey, yeah, Timey. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've only used Grinder and Tinder. I've heard about Scruff. Um, I think I used to use Badoo a few years ago, but I don't know if anyone's even 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 on that anymore. Yeah. Um, but they're all kind of. I always say. Even an app like Grindr is what you make it because True, you, you yeah. can't go on there looking for friends, but everyone's like, oh, no one's on here looking for friends. Obviously, looking for more, blah, blah, blah. But I've like maybe made one or two friends off there, which I think friends. Actually, actually friends, platonic, no kind of undertone. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Um, I can think of one in particular. There's a, there's a second one, I can't think of who it is. But were like, these, um, I don't want to make it racial, were these white people, were these black people? Um, or because one in particular, he is. Oh, that's not one. He's. That's. What is he? He's. I say black. He's mixed, but like black, but he's. He's got, from, got two nationalities that are kind of. Oh, okay, so like mixed. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say mixed, but like, he looks more black than anything else. Okay, but so, like, that's a really comes yeah. way of describing it. But yeah, yeah, like, he's not. He's <laughs> not. He's not white. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Um, and then there've been others. Like, there, there are plenty of guys on the that I would just chat to. Um. Yeah, because I'm not really one for hooking up, which and obviously the is fine, but they they are what you make them. Only because it's used for hooking up, it doesn't mean that it only needs to be used for that. Yeah, um, it's probably I think Tinder is very much romantic, like even you know, that's aimed at like, romantic, like uh, yeah, memes up and stuff like that. But they are what you make them. But because of the format and everyone's always everyone on these apps, they're bored of it. They know how it all works. They've got their preconceptions and everything. It is just. 
people like don't make the motivations they would make in real life. Yeah. So there needs to be a way of meeting people. I think we. I think it does. We yeah. Some events, I think. Uh, well, it is because I don't necessarily think it's necessarily the event because there aren't that many. To be fair, there are. So I guess in Newcastle, it might be a good idea to actually get some perspective mm-hmm. in Newcastle because it'll be I know it'll be like wildly different to London. But here mm. in London, like, there are, like, I can't say that there aren't, there isn't, there's nothing. Mm. But there is things that, like, it are spaces for, like, for black queer people, for, like, yeah. but um, there aren't, they aren't that often. Um, obviously, because um, I'm quite new coming out, I'm the only person, I'm the only, like, black gay person mm. that I know. I don't know many, I don't know, I don't think I'd really know any that I'd be comfortable enough to go with. Mm. So I'd have to go to these spaces alone. And like going on, going on a night out alone, and going to this place that you don't like, you're not gonna know what's gonna what's gonna happen. Is like really daunting. It is, and I think it's you know we're going we're speaking about events. The problem with events in my head is that they feel a bit contrived as well. Yeah. Obviously, the straight people don't have this problem because you just you just go out and about. Yeah. You, you, you're going to be in your standard group of friends, your standard social circle, go to standard bars. And you've got a pretty good chance of meeting someone that you know you could might meet and have kids with in the future. Yeah, <laughs> I think with, when it comes to like you know queer people, it's like you have to go to a queer space most of the time yeah. to find that. And then usually there's drink involved, so it's, and it might be like a club setting or a party setting. So it's it's already there's an element of sex comes in from the beginning anyway. Yeah, it's just um, I don't know. It's just a bit. Uh, but then then at the same time, I think in my head if it's if it's a queer space as well, I think, well, why are we going to get to it just because we're gay? But then at the same time, it just makes more sense. Yeah. Because you've got a better chance of meeting someone. Um, I don't know, it's a bit of a mess in my head, but it's... <laughs> a mess? Yeah, just, I think, because I would like, I'm kind of, I'm jealous of straight people that they can just walk around normally. Yeah. Because I think that's, that's organic how you meet people. When you think, oh, we're going to go to an event just to meet people, it's a bit, uh, I don't know, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel very authentic, but then, it's the most efficient way of doing things, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, and like, it's, a weird one, it's the same. Like, it's the same with like with like I mean, uh, straight bars or like like I think it's the same with them. The difference is that like because there are so many, because like it's like well catered for, over mm-hmm. catered for. You could choose like any day of the week and go out and do it. You could like go to Leicester Square. You could go mm. to Shoreditch. You could go anywhere in London, and you'll be fine. You'll be catered for. But because, like, obviously, where I'm such a minority, yeah. only a certain level, a certain amount of spaces, so the inauthentic quality might come. So everyone has to go to one place, basically, or to mm. one or two places. But everyone yeah. knows each other already. Or there's about there's about two degrees of separation rather than six. Like Maybe six, yeah. Smaller, smaller yeah, population. but I did try it. So um, I went to. Um, did I tell you I went to an event by myself, like to a queer event, a gay no, event by myself? Um, what was it like? Right. It was so I went to um, the other night called uh, Gay Garage. That's um, in London. It's in East London. It was there last time. I was gonna say it sounds like a short thing. It wasn't. Was it? <laughs> ah, <there we> <laughs> It actually, it wasn't Shoreditch. <laughs> it was even worse. It was like Hackney, like Hackney Wick, I think. Oh, right, yeah. So yeah, in yeah. like a warehouse, kind yeah. of. <laughs> and um, I really wanted to go because, like I said, like for the reason that I mentioned before, um, that like I've never, I've, I've been to a few like mainstream, I guess you'd say, like gay clubs. Mm-hmm. Not many. But um, obviously, like I love garage music so much that like mm. I wanted to, like gay garage is perfect. The garage music there, I love that music. There's gonna be gay people. Yeah, Perfect. What more could you want? Yeah, yeah what more could you ask for? <laughs> so, um, so uh, I um, I asked a load of people if they wanted to come, and you know when people are like lukewarm, kind of like, oh yeah, welcome, mm, yeah. you know, don't come, and then I was like, I had to make a decision basically, and because like I barely know any gay people in London, anyone that I'm offended like that, mm. I just had to make a decision where I was like. I can wait for, for when these people are okay for me to go out or I can just do it myself. Yeah, yeah. So I thought to myself, like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And, oh gosh, I, so I bought, I wore like the loudest outfit I could think of. Oh my God. I bought um, this like electric blue, like, <laughs> if you can see, so 
for the listeners, Kimmy is now rolling his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Electric blue. Well, yeah, what so, trousers? Um, um, it was like a, a tracksuit, so right, okay. it was electric blue. Like um, you would have fit in that part of London, to be fair. Adidas, like, it was like Adidas. Uh-huh. Blue, um, blue jogging buttons, blue jacket. Um, I got fair. yeah. I made sure <laughs> that um, that fade was done. That yeah. that um, that haircut was done. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I did that because I knew that I would be so nervous going there by myself. That, like mm. when I go there, I don't want people to see that I'm nervous. I don't like I don't see the outfit. So yeah, yeah. It was okay. like a ta- it was like a tactical thing. That's good. No, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, so it was, it was like a ta- it was like a tactical thing. So um, I went out for some drinks beforehand with uh, some people that weren't coming, mm. and basically I like, just to loosen myself up. And um, when I got there, I literally felt like I was going to have, like, an anxiety attack. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. It was, it was like a club night. It was like a club night, yeah. Right. It wasn't that busy, to be fair. Cause, yeah, because it's weird. Like, I've not gone out by myself before, but I feel like if I could do it, it would be where a certain environment where I could drink uh, beforehand. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I went there and it was... The, I'm not going to lie, the first half an hour was just so bad, like... It's, your toes, like. Basically, yeah, and it was <laughs> only because I was just so nervous, like so anxious, just like being in an environment that I've never been in before. Um, being there, like completely alone, had no friends, no one to be. I don't think I even had anyone to text like that night, so it was just me. Mm. So anyway, like I did, like I did end up making some friends there. Like um, I met some people, we started talking. I told them I was there alone. We like just chilled for the night. It actually ended up being like really fun. Oh. Okay. Uh, we went on the dance floor. Um, I did like talk to some people, not necessarily people of colour so much, mm. but it tend to be quite a white crowd. But I did meet people. Yeah. So overall, the experience was good. But like, I don't know, it was it was kind of like a double edged sword because it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. I don't regret doing it, and in future, yeah, it makes me more confident. Like since doing that, I've I've been on nights out again by myself. And um, alone, and I don't think I would have the confidence to do that if I hadn't done this. But at, at the time, especially afterwards, I felt like I was just back in the closet again. Really? Cause, yeah, because it was it's like I'm in, like I said, I'm in this uh, in this queer space for LGBT people. Mm. I'm doing it completely alone. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm doing it uh, completely alone. And yeah, it's just it's basically just me, and I just had to deal with everything by myself. Nice Which is what happened when I was in the closet. Oh, this is before you came out? Oh, I, I, was, I was out by then. Oh, right, where yeah. Where it felt like, out. yeah, like I was back in the closet again. Right, I'm with you, yeah. I mean, to be fair, being by yourself, that is going to, you know, that is going to make you anxious already, though, isn't it? Because, I mean, when I, first moved, when I first moved to Newcastle, and I was thinking, how do I make friends here? Yeah. Um, the thought of just going to a bar and just talking to people, I was like, oh, there's no way in hell. You can even pay me to do that. Um, yeah. So I, I completely get it. It's it is it is nerve wracking to be honest. Um, no, but at least, well, at least you've gone and you, you enjoyed it by the book. I did enjoy saying. it. Yeah. yeah, I would. Would I do it again? I'll do it again. Yeah. So I think, like I said, it was uh, it was definitely tough, but fun. But you yeah. like necessary because like now I've like been on holiday and I've been on like nights out just like completely alone in another country. Mm. Oh really? And yeah, and um, that was okay. So. And I've got the confidence to do that because of that experience. Yeah, no, it's a stepping stone walk, but it sounds like it. I but yeah. Know. I also have to try that myself as well. Mm. But yeah, so um, we might keep this one like quite brief. Like, like I said, we just wanted to like mm-hmm. just um, introduce ourselves and yeah. just like talk a bit about. We've gone on a tangent a bit, but I think that's probably. I think that's probably going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, to be fair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, before we go, I just wanted to mention, like, a thing when we were thinking about doing the podcast, I just wanted to kind of, like, take each podcast when we can to kind of, like, draw attention to things, like, people or projects or things that really, um, that are out, out there, different services that are for uh, gay people, for queer people of colour. So, if you didn't know about it before, you know about it now. So, I wanted to take, like, a couple of moments just to mention um, a magazine called a Z magazine or A Z magazine. I don't know if we're well, not American. A Z. <laughs> okay. <club. laughs> a Z. That's Alpha Zulu. A Z. Oh, why? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. A Z magazine. Thank you for that, Kieran. Not at all. 
Um, their online magazine, their um, their kind of like their mantra, their reason for being is um, is to provide a platform for queer people of color. Um, they started the magazine in uh, 2015. It's online only, and yeah, and I think they take a lot of submissions from like from amateur writers or people who aren't necessarily professionals who just want to write up their experiences. Um, I wrote an article there about the coming out experience, which um, you could. Um, you could read if you wanted to, but I think it is like it is a really good, um, really good platform for people just to do what we're doing now to talk about their experiences, and um, also they do like a lot of live events. So a couple of times in a year, they'll hire out a space and they'll have live music, they'll have live events, they'll do um, lots of things that like people can get involved with. So I think it's a really great space, a really great resource. What's the website? I think it's azmagazine.co.uk. Um, I will double check that though. We'll put it in the description. Or yeah, if you googled, um, if you Google A A Z magazine, I, I want to say A Z, but it probably is A Z. A Roll your eyes at me again. What you want to say? <laughs> but it probably is A Z magazine. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you googled A Z magazine, that would probably be what one of the first things to come up, and it, it is. Yeah, it is great. Um, they're always looking for new submissions from people. So, if you have anything that you want to contribute to it, and that is a good place to start. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah we'll go conclude here. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> well, like the fives, the fives and tens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's all the fans out there. Yeah, all the fans. <laughs> <laughs> all two of you. All two of you. But, yeah, hopefully we'll be back with more content. It's um, the first time doing it. We should probably say that we've never done a podcast before. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so there might be some ropey bits you might have to bear with us, but sure. I don't know. I think we both believe in it, so yeah, we'll try exactly. to. Yeah, hopefully there's more exciting things to come. So exactly. We'll so we'll yeah. See. So yeah, for now that is the end. Thank you very much. See ya.